0: Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I are here in the Cherokee Batting Range Podcast studio getting ready to record episode number 138. We've got a really good topic for you today where we're going to talk about ways for us to understand what we should really be practicing that might not be quite as clear-cut as uh, many of us have thought about. But before we get into that, let's talk about our sponsors. First, the Anderson Bat Company. Everything Fast Pitch is very proud to have Anderson Bat Company as our presenting sponsor. Anderson Bat Company is using the latest and greatest bat technology to corner the market in the fast pitch world. They have the minus nine rocket tech, the minus 10 carbon, and the minus 11 carbon light. Anderson Bat Company is using this technology to put a high-performing bat in the hands of hitters that really know the difference between a good bat and a great bat. We're also working with Anderson to provide a discount for all of our listeners. Go to the Anderson Bat Company website, and order your bats, use the EFP20 discount, which is for Everything Fast Pitch, and you'll get a 20% discount. It's a great way for you to save a little bit of money on a great bat and also help support Everything Fast Pitch at the same time. And let's talk about patreon.com slash Pitch. If you're in a position where you can become a patron, Coach Don and I would really appreciate your support. There's three different levels of support. We certainly do appreciate the patrons that we have. They have kept us in business and kept things rolling for as long as they have it's one of those things that we truly do appreciate it but as with everything else that's going on in the world right now costs are going up if we can get some more people to come on board and be supporters and uh, patrons that would be tremendous
1: Tori, doing the podcast is a lot of fun but there are a lot of costs associated with it from fees for posting and yeah you know sending shirts all the above
0: yeah it, it's uh something that we really do love doing you know coach Don and I stand we love getting together every week and talking about softball and kind of shooting the breeze a little bit but um, obviously uh the patron support is crucial it's the thing that's keeping us going so um, don for all of us as coaches there's information that's out there screaming at us there's information that's out there just yelling at us if we mess something up in a game it's usually pretty obvious that we need to go back to practice and, and fix it if we've messed up a rundown you know in our minds it's really clear-cut well we better we put in work on it better put in some uh, rundown time in the next practice but here's uh something that Stan thought of that I thought was a really good tool for us to be thinking about.
1: Another way to look at
0: it. So instead of waiting until we screw up the rundown in a game to figure out that we need to practice it, let's start being more proactive by studying what's not happening in our games very often. You know, we look back at the scorebook and see how the outs were made, um, see the things that have unfolded as we, you know, kind of Debrief after the game is over and think about what went well and what didn't. Let's start thinking about what we don't see in the scorebook is telling us the things that we really do need to practice more often because it means they're not happening in the games very often, which also probably means we might not be as ready for them as we think. And so we talk about this all the time. If your team's kicking everybody's butt and you're winning every game and you're winning every tournament, and you sit back and you look at the stats at the end of the tournament and in the five games that you won, your pitchers averaged 15 strikeouts a game. Right. Well, it'd be nice to think that that's going to always be true. But the reality of it is, is those 15 strikeouts tell us a lot about stuff that we need to make sure we're still practicing. Our pitchers still probably going to be good. Yep. But what about our infield defense? What about our bunt coverages? What about our rundowns? What about our relays? What about our cutoffs? Whatever it is that, you know, might necessarily, you know, Come up to bite us in the
1: butt if we aren't prepared for them. Because we know that repetitious uh, skills are the things that we're using in the games, right? Right. And if we're not getting any repetitions in that live setting, we got to make sure that we generate those in practice. Right. And I thought that was kind of a a neat way to uh, identify what we could focus on. And um, obviously the things that we, oops, that we make mistakes on, we've got to cover that in practice for sure. But if we're getting tons of ground balls because we've got a, a you know, a low pitch pitcher um that's getting us a lot of ground balls, then we need to make sure we're doing pop up things and pop ups, fly balls, communication. Pop up communication yep. in the infield. Yeah, because yep. we haven't done it in the game. Right. So we need to replicate it and in, in practice and right. simulate that.
0: Well and, and I think the moral to the story is if we're a little bit more proactive, if we're thinking about what could happen, thinking about the stuff that isn't happening all the time is a pretty safe way of anticipating what's most likely to happen when we want it to the least. One of the things I talk with hitters all the time, let's say one out of 10 swing, you do something that really makes it hard for you to be successful. So you, whatever it is, whatever your flaw is. So let's say 90% of the time you're doing all these things great, but every once in a while, that one thing bites you in the butt. It just shows up and you take a crummy swing. Well, the way this game is played, the way life treats us in the world of softball, you know for sure that that one, one out of thing. 10 is going to show up when the bases are loaded in the bottom of the seventh inning, when the game's on the line. And you could be the hero, or now you're going to end up being the goat because that, that was the 10% time when your swing fell off or you, you, know, you, you lost your focus or your mental approach flew out the window or whatever it was because that's just the way this game is. This game is designed to break our hearts and, and challenge our belief. Same thing is true when it comes to how we should be planning for what we're going to practice and what we need to really work on as a team. As you said, we've got that drop ball pitcher, and she's pounding the zone and getting us nothing but ground balls. Well, the chances then of, in the bottom of the seventh inning, that bloop little pop-up that's out behind the third baseman that's out there between the third baseman shortstop and left fielder that should be an out.
1: Because it's so easy. Because
0: it's a relatively easy play if we've been practicing. It becomes this... Circus event. I wasn't
1: expecting that. Right,
0: because nobody's communicating, nobody's talking, and all three of them are kind of standing around looking at each other, wondering why somebody else didn't catch it. I thought you had it. Right, you know, and so, and that's just a really simple example of things that I think are a sort of a foretelling of what could happen when uh, we want it to the least. So, again, using the scorebook, using what's happened in the games is a great way for us to clearly identify some of the things that we need to work on. But I think. That secondary look, that deeper dive, that little bit more analytical thought process of, of, well, what's not happening very often means we really need to work on it some to make sure that we're ready for it.
1: And it's like, we've got the drop ball pitcher, so obviously we need to work on ground balls because that's what we're going to be getting. Right. But just like you said, you know, when the time comes, we've got to be able to do it all. Right. And we well, haven't been doing the other. Yeah.
0: And, and, and human nature being what it is. So let's say we've got, you know, uh, that drop ball pitcher. Well, of course we spend tons of time working with our infielders on ground balls because we know that's going to happen a lot. We've already done that. But yeah. because we've worked on that so much, we didn't do rundowns this week. Yeah. And you know, we we got in an extra, you know, 50 ground balls each player so that they're going to be really ready, but we just assumed that because the ground ball pitcher, the drop ball pitchers working so well, that we don't need to worry about rundowns because it's not going to
1: happen. How about the relays from the ball that gets down in the corner? Right, you know, that scoots yeah, that, through all the way down in the corner. We yeah, haven't that, done that, our relays.
0: That that ground ball that gets scorched right down the third base line. The third baseman dives for it, but she can't get it, and it's down there bouncing around in the corner. Well, she got us a ground ball. Yeah, you know, we we worked on the ground ball. Where's our relay? But all of a sudden, the relay's flown out the window because we haven't done that enough. There's just so many examples of those kinds of things that could be happening. Um, and again, one of the traps that we all fall into is whenever we start to get pretty good at something, we just think it's going to stay good, right? We, start, we think it's just going to always be there. So for us, it's the, the 180 degrees opposite of that that we want to be thinking about. Some of the stuff that we're not sure we're good at because we don't see it very often are the things that we want to make sure that we're also spending enough time on.
1: Yeah, we can't just uh, assume that those things are just going to happen and come true.
0: Right, and uh, unfortunately, I think for all of us as coaches, we get caught up in that trap. If we if we think about what happened in the game, we've got a. I always had a list, and my list some days would be you know two or three pages in a yellow notebook because I'd see a cutoff that I didn't like, or a relay that I didn't like, or a rundown that I didn't like, and and I would always have this list of the stuff that we messed up in the game. But if I had been smarter. And been thinking about the three weeks before that when we didn't have a rundown ever happen. We didn't, you know, hadn't been in a rundown in a game in a month. Somewhere in those weeks is when I would have been saying, well, you know what's gonna come up. Let's let's get ahead of this. Let's think about what's gonna happen instead of wait until it does happen. You know, this whole, you know, planning for success instead of reacting to failure. I think for most of us as coaches, we're really good at reacting to the failures, but we need to start to think more and more about how we can prevent those mistakes from happening. And again, we talk about it with hitters all the time. If you've got a really good plan, you're probably not going to mess up as often. Sure. If you don't have a plan, you're going to mess up a lot and you're going to have a lot more stuff to work on. So what's more fun? To have a plan that keeps you from having to work on the stuff you messed up because you just don't mess it up very often. Right. That to me sounds like a whole lot more fun than the three pages of legal pad notes of all the things that we screwed up in a tournament. Just to wait and see. Right. Yeah. And then Not being smart enough again then to say, okay, well, we screwed up three pages worth of stuff in games. That still left three more pages worth of stuff that didn't even happen that we should have been working on some of those things too.
1: Got to keep practicing.
0: Yeah, we got to keep working on it. But so hopefully that will give our coaches a different way of thinking about it. Obviously, there's some things that are clearly necessary, but there's a lot of information we need to make sure we're tapping into it and and reading between the lines. Don't wait until the mistake kicks you in the butt. See if you can't uh, anticipate those mistakes before they happen. Make sure that you're in a good place to solve them and and to prevent them from happening. Life's going to be a whole lot better for everybody. No, I think that's a great topic for Coach Prep today. Yeah, so and thanks to Stan for uh, coming up with another great idea. For all of you as listeners, if there's ideas, things that you would like for us to talk about, suggestions, comments, we want you to always reach out to us at everythingfastpitch at gmail.com or fastpitchprep at gmail.com. On the Everything Fast Pitch podcast, which I'm sure most of you listen to, we're asking for Player of the Week nominations. But we really want you to share with us ideas, topics, things that you're curious about. Nothing's more fun for Coach Don and I than to get a chance to talk about the stuff that you're interested in. And so uh, please make sure you reach out to us at either one of those emails. So for Coach Don McKinley and our producer, Stan Lewis, this is Coach Tori saying thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again next week.